This is SAFM. Well, finally, well, not quite finally, but our last guest today on SAFM Literature is David Chislett, and he's a man of many, many talents. He's a poet, he's a non-fiction writer, and uh, he's also been, he's, uh, someone just said some of his talents, the things that he's done, he's been a journalist, print and online, TV scriptwriter, he's dabbled in the publishing and music business, uh, in fact, he's written a book called 1212, Step by Step Guide to South African Music. He's also a speaker and a trainer and a facilitator and is presently working on a novel. I have to say his CV is a bit of a novel. But what we, the reason we've got him on the show today is because he's also created his own app, which features all of his own books, and we've also got him in a, a, a Jobo studio. Hi, David. Hi, Nancy. Nice to speak to you again. You are so multi-talented. <laughs> it's been a long time. What, what, did you, um, what did you intend to be when you grew up? I had no idea, so I had to try everything. <laughs> and you have, and you have. <laughs> So tell us a little bit, I know that you've got some poetry with you, and I know that mm. poetry is one of the things that sort of is really very big in your life, but before we get onto the poetry, tell us about this app. It sounds like a pretty cool idea. It was a very cool idea. Unfortunately, the app is no more. Oh. Um, it went very, very well, yep. and I had all three of my books in there, and it was, it was great, because you could download it for free um, onto your phone or your, or your tablet, okay. or even onto your computer, and then if you wanted one of the books, you could then purchase it um, using your credit or debit card in the usual way for 99 American cents. Okay. And that went pretty well, but unfortunately the company I was working with kind of changed their terms and conditions, and then I moved on to actually just releasing the poetry book as an e-book, which means you can buy it on Amazon or um, iBooks or anywhere where you can purchase e-books for your, for your tablet or for your Kindle. Okay. Might you pick up the app idea once again? It, it seems like a, a very good idea. It is, because I think it's the beauty of the app is it allows you to take advantage of all the different kinds of media that are available to you online. So over time, you could do your own audio book and just add it to the app, and then anyone who has downloaded it before will just get the update with the new content. So you can add video, you can add audio, you can add photographs, you can add more books, you can complete, go completely crazy. So it's definitely an idea I will revisit yeah, in the future. Yeah. In the meantime, you've published your, the poetry book, which is called? For You or Someone Like You. Okay, For You or Someone Like You, and you've published this as an e-book. But whilst we're thinking about the e-book aspect, let's hear it, because you've got some, I think, right, right there with you. Yes. Do you want me to read one of the poems, or do you want to hear one of the songs? Oh, <laughs> You've um, got choices, you see. Yes. Let's, let's start with one of the songs, and then let's hear you read one of the poems. How's that? All right, great. Yeah, I've got uh, your producer guy on this side to queue up uh, track number 10 from the album. What I did was I gave the book manuscript to uh, a whole bunch of friends of mine who are musicians and asked them to choose one poem um, and, and set it to music, and then they recorded that. So what we're going to play for you um, is by a gentleman called Rambling J. Bones, uh, who used to be the front man of a punk band, believe it or not, called Fuzzy Gish. And this is uh, his version of my poem called Pieces of Me, which you'll hear is quite different from punk rock. Excellent. Pieces of me, it's raining. Pieces of me, but I can't eat. Tell you where they're from I'm losing everything Somehow I threw away Some of it was taken Some of it made sense Most of it is random Most of it is random 
pieces of me I put a hand into this rain I can't catch a piece I'm too clumsy Not in control And in the slow motion replay I'm falling to pieces Right before my own eyes too Transfixed by the show To do anything about it Anything about it Pieces of me along with rambling bones there fuzzy gosh gosh it, it must have been very flattering david to have somebody take your words and and give them a whole new dimension did you did you enjoy that process very much so i mean mm. i I, <laughs> I did feel quite brave when i did it because i yeah. literally just sent the manuscript to to a, a group of artists and said do whatever you want yeah, go with it. and i had no idea what was going to come mm. back um but I was pretty pleased, uh, yeah. on the whole, with the ten songs that did come back. Yeah, gosh. What does that do for sort of things like copyright? That's another story, isn't it? Well, technically speaking, under, under copyright law, as the author of the words, I maintain my copyright even if it is then translated or um, rearranged into music because the copyright on any song falls into two parts, the copyright on the words and the copyright on the music. So the song... I share ownership with whoever wrote the music, but the yeah. words do remain mine regardless. Yeah, yeah, gosh, it's such a great idea. I suppose we could add to your long list of things that I do. <laughs> now, sort of um, lyric writer, because yes. that's basically what it is. You've got a poem I think you're going to read for us. Yes. Um, I thought I'd, you know, instead of preparing one, I think I'd kind of choose one at random to make mm. it a little more interesting, because otherwise I always just read the same ones. Okay. Uh, this is a, a sort of unrequited love poem. It's called Flat-Footed and Sexy. Okay. <laughs> No heel to curve that line of calf, nor tauten a buttock or thigh, no skirt to flirt or hide the lines of knee and shin. The smallest sprinkling of summer freckles dancing in the afternoon light are all you have to add to your allure. I stand in the glare betrapped, heavy-footed, clumping, trying to keep my eyes in, and you are just flat-footed and sexy with garden in your hair, a smile draped from your lips, a hand-waved flare, a summer moment frozen in my shutterbug head. A bit of a 21st century Wordsworth, really, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of nature in my poems, I must yes, admit. Yes, yes, no, lovely, lovely. So, um, I'm thinking random is a word that keeps coming up again and again. Where do these poems come from? The collection that has ended up in the book um, actually came from a fairly, what started out as a fairly frivolous exercise, mm. where I posted a poem a day on Facebook for 18 months. So I would literally wake up early in the morning, and the first thing I would do before anything else would write a little poem, which I would then put up on Facebook and see what people thought of it. Obviously, that resulted in some rubbish. Uh, <laughs> and the 90 best ones have ended up in, in this collection for you or someone like you. So... The, the theme, as it were, of this collection is, in fact, the poems that were written during that 18-month uh, time frame and, okay. and the pick of the bunch. So it's poetry for the people. It's not poetry that you sort of labour long hours into the night over. It's mm. what comes to you. Yes. I mean, uh, 
once it sort of moved off Facebook into a book-published form, I did work with two editors to work and rework and tighten and, and fix up bits and pieces. So the versions of the various poems that are in the book are different to what I did initially publish. Yeah. But yes, I, I, on a certain level, I guess I'm fairly anti-academic. Um, and for me, the joy of, of working this way was to make something like poetry, which I think for a lot of people is fairly ivory tower inaccessible, and make it something that was more immediate, more empathically available, and, and yeah, quick and easy. Yeah, because it's often said, and I'm sure you've heard it many times before, is that you know, poetry doesn't sell, uh, which is mm. why there's not so much of it. I mean, actually, there is a huge amount of it, but it, sometimes it just doesn't sell. So having it published it as an e-book, yes. it means that it's going to move a lot more quickly? Well, I suppose that depends on how effectively I cut through the clutter of the millions of other e-books that are yeah, available on yeah. Amazon. And, and how do you do that? I perform. Um, so we played one of the songs that Jay Bones turned into a poem, but I... That's one of the poems that he's turned into a song. Mm. But I, in fact, have done the same thing myself and have a set of 10 or 12 songs and I play shows where I tell the story of the book and the poems, explain how they were written, and I play them and sing them, um, as well as doing some readings. Um, and I do workshops of, on writing and creative writing and publishing as well. So I speak and I get out there instead of hoping that someone's going to find the book on a download or on a shelf somewhere. Yeah. Gosh, so you're quite a bit of a wandering minstrel. I am indeed. Do, do people hire you? They most certainly can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and your, your poems, um, fresh and light and, and as they roll, just going back to that thing of writing a poem a day, mm. what, um, did, you, did you just sort of free fall and, and just sort of pick up the pen or the mouse or whatever and just let it happen? Well, even the creative brain is a curious creature of habit. So if you get up at the same time every day for more than two weeks and do the same thing straight away, your mind becomes schooled quite quickly. So after the first couple of weeks, it didn't require much thought. I was able to tap into whatever was going on in my head. And I hasten to add that not all the poems are light and fluffy and fun. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of fairly wrist-slittingly depressing ones. Mm. Um, as you can imagine, over an 18-month period, it kind of did track my mood uh, across that time. And it was a particularly trying time for me professionally. So there are some very happy and exultant poems. There are also some very miserable, depressing ones. Is it quite a good way of, um, you know, I'm not happy with the word catharsis really, but is it quite a good way of getting stuff that's in you out? Well, let's put it this way. I haven't paid for a therapist for a while. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it definitely is. I think, yeah. you know, because poetry as a form requires uh, craft in order to, to chisel meaning out of, out of any collection of words, you do have to think about it quite a lot, and you do of necessity translating first into language and then into the written word have to look quite carefully at different angles and, and stew over what it is exactly you're saying. And I think that process is on a level therapeutic. It certainly gives you more perspective. And as somebody, if I can just look at some of your other hats, uh, speaker, trainer, facilitator, is it something you encourage other people to do? I mean, is, is it... Yeah, I firmly believe that... Process. Yes. I believe that all human beings are inherently creative. Unfortunately, the world we live in encourages... Most of us to think of creative people as weirdos who wear tie-dye and have long hair and ponytails. Um, but in actual fact, if you're able to solve a unique business challenge, um, you know, or, or come up with any fresh approach on any particular day-to-day -day problem, you are exercising your creative muscle. So, yeah, I do encourage people to step out of the box and go, hang on, you know, who said that rule's true? Why should that be true? Can I not possibly do something different? And use that creativity. 
Well, let me pe- uh, invite people to tap into your creativity. If you'd like to find out more about his book, it's www.his, being David Chislett, <laughs> for you or someone like you.com is the website, for you or someone like you.com. If you'd like to find out more about the man behind it, the random man behind it, davidchislett.co.za. David, it's been a joy. Thank you very much, and thank you so much for bringing in the music and for your poem. I'm sure we'll speak again. Thank you, Nancy. Take it's nice care. to throw you a curveball. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Ciao. DavidChislett.co.za, otherwise for you or someone like you. dot com. Well, we have someone like Natalie Jamalis on the line because she's going to tell us a little bit about the uh, the tennis. Hi, Natalie. 